Countless Christians today are living without the fullness, richness, and fruitfulness God intended them to experience, simply because they are unaware of the Hebraic underpinnings of their faith. Could you be one of them? Find out just ahead on Jewish Voice. Welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. It's historical and theological fact that the roots of our faith are inherently Jewish. Jesus himself was a Jew, but sometimes it seems that people are simply unaware of the rich Hebrew heritage that our faith is built on. A heritage that, when embraced, allows us to more fully understand the Bible and God's unfolding plan. And when you do this, it will open the doors of blessing God has in store for you. Here to talk more about the Jewishness of the Christian faith and how your life can be transformed by embracing your Hebrew roots is the president and founder of the Hebraic Christian Global Community. Please welcome my good friend, Dr. John Garr. John, welcome back. Welcome back. Good to see you again. Well, it's got to be late for you. You're on Atlanta time, and we just switched. So we don't switch here in, in, in Arizona, but the gap is three hours now for you. So right. thanks for hanging in there. It's great to be here. I'm going to jump right into a statement you made. I think it's fascinating. I think it's true. And I think people watching need to better understand that you say for every Christian fruit, there's a Jewish root. I want you to unpack that, and, and we'll be talking about that. Um, well, we'll be focusing on that. And I appreciate your, your efforts here to uh, help Christians to understand that their faith is inherently Jewish because so many Christians don't have a clue regarding that truth. But I have said for many, many decades that for every authentic Christian fruit, there is a Jewish root. And if there is a practice or a doctrine or a teaching in Christianity that does not have a Jewish root, then it must be an aberration. It must be inauthentic because Jesus himself was a Jew and the religion that Jesus practiced throughout his whole lifetime was biblical Judaism. And I, think that, I think that many of the people watching are resonating with this, but I know for some and many, many Christians, this is almost heretical. The idea that Christianity is really rooted in Judaism and shouldn't be something different, shouldn't be something that is disconnected from Judaism because we have grown up, unfortunately, with this 2,000-year legacy of church against synagogue. And they've become two distinct religious entities, two religious institutions that never the two shall meet except in dialogue. You're saying something, if I understand you correctly, I know I do, by the way, that that's not true, that that's not biblically correct. That's not biblically correct, and it's not historically correct, because Christianity emerged out of Second Temple Judaism. It's just a fact of history. Nobody can dispute that fact. And the very foundations of the Christian faith as taught by Jesus and the apostles and revealed by them, were rooted in the Tanakh, the Hebrew Scriptures, which we Christians call the Old Testament. And so everything that we 
recognize and practice within our Christian faith has a root in the biblical Judaism that Jesus practiced and that the apostles practiced. Okay, I, I'm agreeing with you. I agree with you. That's why Jewish voice is around. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be the opponent here uh, and 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 just help help us to understand this idea that so many Christians uh, have been brought up with the Old Testament, great history. It's the foundation historically for the New Testament, but the New Testament brought an end to, a fulfillment to the Old Testament. So that was great for the people of Israel. It brought us the Messiah, but now we're under a new covenant that has been, has taken over the old. In fact, brought that to, con to, to conclusion. That is a typical view that I deal with literally every day. Well, of course you and, do. And, because and you do also. Much of Christianity has been, and most of Christianity, I could say, has been steeped in this tradition that somehow Jesus came to destroy the religion of the Jewish people and to destroy the Old Testament. Many scholars have said that. And some have even said that Paul was the great pathologist of Judaism. So the idea was that Judaism and, uh, and the Old Testament were to be destroyed by Jesus. But anybody, any person that can read the scriptures only has to recognize that Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, Do not begin to think that I came to destroy the Torah, the Old Testament, or the prophets. He didn't come to destroy, but to fulfill. And most people don't th think that fulfill is that he did away with what was there, the prototype, because he brought something totally new. But to fulfill simply means to fill full. So Jesus filled the reality of, the, of everything that God had been doing in the Hebrew Scriptures up until that time, full of the grace and mercy that was manifest through his death, burial, and resurrection, ultimately, and in all of this teaching that he gave to okay, us. Okay, well, how do you deal then with the, the law that Messiah, Christ is the end of the law, that we're under grace now through faith, not of works. And so the idea that the law has become passe and even touching it more beyond just recognizing it and teaching it historically, anything we do to embrace that, we're now a Judaizer. We're now under the law and bad. Well, basically that puts us in the, in the situation where we have to understand that Jesus taught from the Torah. His, under, his insights and his understandings were from the Torah, that is the law of Moses, and from the prophets, and from the writings of Scripture, the three divisions of the Hebrew Scriptures. And it's clear in, in Luke's Gospel when Jesus was teaching to the people at the, the, on the road to Emmaus, the two disciples, the Scripture said that he taught them from the Torah, the law, and from the prophets, and from the Psalms, which is the first book of the writings that make up the three divisions of the Hebrew Scriptures. So Jesus taught from the Old Testament. Now let me say this. This will probably shock some of your viewers, but Jesus never once quoted from the New Testament. That, that is shocking people right now. Paul never once quoted from the New Testament. The Bible of Jesus was the Hebrew Scriptures, which we call the Old Testament. Now, Jesus didn't come to do away with, to destroy the Old Testament. He said it himself. He said, until heaven and earth pass away, not one yod or one tittle, the crowns on the Torah text, 
will ever pass away until everything has been fulfilled. Now, I got up this morning and the sun rose and my feet were still standing on the earth. So heaven and earth has not passed away. So in that case, none of the Torah, none of the prophets, none of the writings has been done away with because but Jesus said it himself. How do you deal with the accusation that this, you're, put, you're putting people under the law by, by teaching this, that we're under grace now? Well, Jesus came to fulfill the grace of God and to manifest the grace of God through his death, burial, and resurrection so that we were given eternal life through him. So we're not under obligation to observe and, and to conduct ourselves in what I call punctilious performance. That is, we're not supposed to be engaged in doing the details of things that are written. What we're to do is to, is to fulfill the spirit of the Torah, the spirit of the Old Testament. And that's what Jesus came to do is to I want restore to be clear, and You're not that. saying to people that by doing these things, you're going to obtain uh, any... Uh, uh, more salvation, any Absolutely further step not. to salvation, but you're, you're writing a 2,000-year history of throwing out the, the roots, the baby. That's right, and Christianity's done that. But the point is we have to maintain and recognize that we as believers in Messiah Yeshua, we are saved by grace through faith only in the shed blood of the Messiah. Nothing more, nothing less. We can never, no human being has ever been saved by the works that he has done. And no human being has ever gained status or recognition before God. And I want people to understand, you're going back before the New Testament, even yeah. in the Old. Yeah, even in the Old. Nobody has ever gained status before God by the works that he has done. And nobody has ever gained status before God by what he knows. I want you to talk more about that when we come back. And I also want to unpack this idea that every... Every Christian work, every right uh, truth is rooted in the, the Jewish roots. Don't go anywhere. Dr. John Gar and I are going to continue to explore the Jewish roots of our faith. And up next, an important update that you need to see on an impoverished tribe of Jewish people who are desperately in need of your help. Stay with us. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a book by John Gar called Christian Fruit, Jewish Root, Theology of Hebraic Restoration. This dynamic resource will help you more fully understand the Hebraic truths of your faith and just who Jesus really is. 
helping you unlock the door for the many blessings God has in store for you. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and one of the most exciting and revolutionary resources we've ever offered. It's a Bible called the Messianic Jewish Family Bible with a beautifully bonded leather cover and gold lettering. This invaluable resource, complete with Messianic study tools, is perfect for those who want to better understand the Bible from a Hebraic and Jewish roots perspective. This revolutionary Messianic version is translated directly from the original Hebrew and Greek texts by some of the most renowned Messianic scholars of our day. And it even includes study notes by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus on topics such as the feasts and festivals of Israel, learning Hebrew prayers, understanding Israel and end time prophecy, and more. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. Time is of the essence for many of these people. Dr. John Barr, who's here to discuss his book, Christian Fruit, Jewish Root, Theology of Hebraic Restoration. I love the title and I love the concept, John. Uh, talk about the book, why, why you wrote it, first of all. I know why you wrote it, but tell people that are watching. Well, I've taught this for, for over 50 years now uh, in various dimensions about the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. And so I decided to write the book. Well, as I took on all these various subjects uh, in relationship to our, our Christian faith of what we believe, uh, I, I've underscored the fact that for every one of them, uh, none of this was hatched out of thin air by Jesus or the apostles. It was all in the context of the Hebrew scriptures, which we call the Old Testament. And so as we begin to look back into that, we see more and more clearly that everything that we Christians believe, we owe it to the Jewish people in history to have preserved the understanding of the God of Scripture and of the Messiah of Scripture and the Scriptures themselves, so they preserved all of this for us. And we owe a great debt of gratitude to the Jewish people for having uh, revealed to us and caused us to understand the God of Scripture. I think, John, the great challenge that we both face is that we are we're dealing with a 2,000 year history, literally 2,000 years of separating Judaism and Christianity into distinct separate religions that have nothing in common. I grew up in a Jewish home being taught that Jesus was the God of the Gentiles and had nothing to do with Judaism until I finally read the New Testament for myself and found nothing but Jewish things. As you said, Jesus was Jewish, all the apostles were Jewish, and you made a statement that Jesus, Paul, uh, the other disciples were not proclaiming the Word of God from the New Testament. They didn't have the New didn't Testament. didn't have it. It didn't exist. They used the Jewish scriptures. And if anything, they were in the process of writing it to, at that point in time. So when they preached, they preached from the Hebrew scriptures. That's a shock to some people. I, I say that, and people always look at me like I'm a heretic, but it's absolutely <laughs> true. They didn't have the New Testament. They wrote it. Now, Christian fruit, Jewish fruit, is based on the premise that Everything that's right in Christianity has a Jewish root. That's right. I want you to give us a couple of examples, and then I'm going to ask for a couple of examples of Christian thinking that doesn't have its basis in 
the Jewish route and therefore is is faulty. So give us okay. a couple of examples. Well, let me give you four real, really quick. Good. Uh, the four greatest things that we Christians have in our experience comes directly to us from the Jewish people. First of all, our understanding God, of God, the one God, monotheism, the one God, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Well said with the southern accent. It was kind we, of nice. <laughs> we wouldn't know that, see, if the Jewish people hadn't given us that understanding. So uh, I like to say that most Gentile people would still be worshiping planets and stars and even emperors if it weren't for the fact that the Jewish people brought the understanding that there is only one God and that this God is, in, is invisible and that this God has revealed himself to his people in a personal relationship. We wouldn't understand that. The second thing that we have is our understanding of Scripture. I like to say that, that the Bible is a Jewish book from Genesis to maps. <laughs> if you think about it, the maps in the back of your Bible are Jewish maps. Okay? But in reality, all of the scriptures are, are Jewish scriptures, both the New and the Old Testament. We often think of the Hebrew scriptures as being the Old Testament. And in most people's understanding, when you say Hebrew scriptures, you're talking about what we call the Old Testament. But in, in reality, the writings of the New Testament were written under the auspices or at the direction by the apostles, all of whom were Jewish. So the understanding of the New Testament is that it's basically also a Jewish book. So we owe a debt of gratitude to the Jewish people for bringing us the Bible. And then our understanding of the Messiah. We wouldn't have a clue that there was even supposed to be a Messiah if it hadn't been for the Jewish people. The idea of a Messiah's coming was first revealed in the Hebrew Scriptures of the Old Testament and then was fully revealed in the person and the life and the work of Jesus the Messiah on this earth. What a demonic plot to blame the Jews for. Instead of, instead of honoring the Jews for Jesus being a Jew, to blame them for his, his death. Isn't that the truth? That is. And you know, when we think about it, the fourth thing that I like to emphasize is that salvation. Jesus himself said in John's Gospel, Salvation is from the Jews. Now, I like to say that salvation is from the Jews in two ways. Number one, the Messiah who is salvation personified. His name in Hebrew is Yeshua, which comes from Yeshua, which means salvation. So, salvation was first of all a person, and that person was Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of God. So, we understand that salvation as the Messiah came from the Jewish people because it's clear that Jesus came from the tribe of Judah. And then salvation as a concept comes to us from the Jewish people. No other religion in the world causes us to understand that there is a thing called sin and there is a need of salvation or redemption from sin. It comes to us from the Jewish people and their understanding. So salvation is indeed, as Jesus said, from the Jews. Beautifully put. And I really encourage you to get a copy of this book, Christian Fruit, Jewish Root, and we'll tell you how you can get it. But first, an important update on a tribe of Jewish people in the remote parts of Africa who desperately need your help.
Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Burness under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. A very important part of what we do here at Jewish Voice is to provide medical care and clean water to Jewish communities and their neighbors in some of the poorest places on earth. Now, many of the people that we help have never even seen a doctor or a dentist. They're alone and they're often forgotten. Take a look at a clip from Gondar, Ethiopia. Asres Alim is 30 years old. When she was 10, she passed out while working in the fields. She woke up without the use of her legs. She moves around with the aid of two blocks of wood that have been fashioned as shoes for her hands. But in spite of her situation, Azrez never felt angry towards God. She heard from a friend that Jewish Voice was conducting their clinic that week. So she made one of the hardest decisions a mother could make. She spent the money she'd been saving up to buy bread for her children to take a taxi to the clinic in search of a wheelchair. Uh -huh. 
This is your new transportation. You don't have to crawl anymore because this beautiful wheelchair, which was shipped all the way from the United States, is just for you. And God knew that you were going to come into the clinic and that you would need this wheelchair. Doctor, let's help her into the wheelchair, see how she likes it here. What a great, let me get this down. Okay, put her in first and then we'll get this down. Look at, just relax. And we got a belt right here. Snap yourself, buckle yourself in. What do you think? <laughs> We'd love to share how you can be part of an upcoming outreach. So contact us at the toll-free number on your screen or you can go to jewishvoice.tv. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Jesus, the Messiah, to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a book by John Gar called Christian Fruit, Jewish Root, Theology of Hebraic Restoration. This dynamic resource will help you more fully understand the Hebraic truths of your faith and just who Jesus really is helping you unlock the door for the many blessings God has in store for you. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and one of the most exciting and revolutionary resources we've ever offered. It's a Bible called the Messianic Jewish Family Bible with a beautifully bonded leather cover and gold lettering. This invaluable resource, complete with Messianic study tools, is perfect for those who want to better understand the Bible from a Hebraic and Jewish roots perspective. This revolutionary Messianic version is translated directly from the original Hebrew and Greek texts by some of the most renowned Messianic scholars of our day. And it even includes study notes by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus on topics such as the feasts and festivals of Israel, learning Hebrew prayers, understanding Israel and end time prophecy, and more. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. Time is of the essence for many of these people. Well, as I close out the program, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. 
Psalm 122, 6 promises that those who love you will prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. They need our prayers. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid around the world while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care, all free of charge, to some of the most impoverished people in the world. Your faithful support makes all of this possible. So please partner with us. Your generous gift helps transform lives and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee.